Terrorist vehicle attacks are not new, but they do seem to be increasing and have made the news frequently in the last number of years, including today where we had the attack in the UK. So here, because my mission is to help you enjoy life safely, I wanted to share a few tips on how you can survive terrorist vehicle attacks. And this is important for your all-around safety, and that's why it's also included in Survive a Shooting. Remember, Survive a Shooting is not just for active threats with firearms. I included things with knives, explosives, and also included stuff on vehicle attacks because it's one more way that terrorists are trying to kill innocent people, and it's something I want you aware of so you can protect yourself so you can enjoy life safely. Fortunately, many places are starting to install vehicle-proof crash barriers. And there's information about that on my Survive and Defend website. You know, I have some pieces on there where they're showing the different kind of things they're constructing to help stop this type of terrorist attack. Unfortunately, they can't stop everything. And just like you can't be aware of everything around you, but increasing your awareness will help you prevent and avoid such an attack. Because as a pedestrian, prevention is far, far better than a cure. So here are a few tips that can help you stay a little more safe and can help you survive a terrorist vehicle attack or get out of the way of one before it even happened. And the first, I'll say it again, be aware. Situational awareness is the most important thing we have that affects our safety. And by being aware, we can identify risks and resources. Risks are the things that hurt us. Resources are the things that can help us. Something to do when you're out walking. Listen for the acceleration of a vehicle's engine. It's another reason for not wearing earbuds and headphones when walking around in public. If you hear a sudden roar of an engine or the screeching of tires, look to identify the source and prepare. Be prepared to get out of the way if you have to. I prefer that you walk facing traffic if you can. If you're walking facing oncoming traffic, you may have a better chance of seeing a vehicle hopping up on a curb and barreling down towards you. It could give you a little bit of an opportunity to get out of the way if you see it there in advance. Stand apart from crowds on the street. When you're waiting to cross the street or waiting for public transportation, if you stand apart from a larger group, you're less of a risk if someone is targeting that large group for mass casualties. You know, you got to remember, these guys that are out to hurt people, they want the biggest body count they can get. So if they're going to use a vehicle, they want to ram that vehicle into the biggest crowd there. If you're not in that crowd, you have a little bit better chance of not being a target. Also, if you're on the outside, a little bit easier to escape the danger zone instead of being trapped into in that big crowd where you have the risk of being trampled and such by people, not just being struck by an automobile. If you can, keep solid objects between yourself and traffic. You know, having a car parked on the curb gives you some protection than if you're walking on a curb where there's, where there's nothing and a vehicle could come off and strike you. Pay attention to danger signs, speeding vehicles, sounds of collisions, revving engines. You see an erratic driver, the way they're driving. Don't ignore that kind of thing. Pay attention, assess it, make sure it's not an actual threat before you then go on to your regular business. 
Moving inside a building can protect you from a vehicle, but don't just stop there. I mean, you see something, you go inside, yes, you're, you have more protection, but go farther inside because we have seen these vehicles being rammed into storefronts and hurting people inside the vehicles as well. Now, again, it just depends on the situation, who you're with, you know, if you're helping someone or if you have young kids or there's reasons that you cannot escape the areas quickly, you maybe have to look for alternative ways to protect yourself. But the best thing you can do is leave the entire area if that option is available to you. Always be wary of secondary attacks and booby traps. Um, a terrorist may put an explosive in a vehicle. So after he's rammed into people, there's still a threat that that vehicle could explode. Or it could explode upon opening. You know, they're setting the traps for some of the first responders and such. We've seen that happen. So you need to be wary of those secondary attacks and booby traps. It might just be a good idea, especially in certain locations, not to loiter and be on sidewalks and open areas that are prone and accessible to vehicle attacks. Yes, this is modifying your lifestyle a little bit, but you know you have to weigh the risks and rewards. And I don't want to make you paranoid. Again, I'm about enjoying life safely. And so I want you to go out there and do things, but assess the risk. And if there is a risk and you can sort of avoid it by not being there, you know, that's a choice that can help and save you. If that vehicle is barreling down at you, you know, and you have no, you can't get out of the way, try to at least leap to the side out of the way if you're in that path. You are more likely to survive the shock of a car's sideswipe than a full frontal impact. So diving to the side, it may get your head and vital organs out of the impact zone. You know, yes, getting your legs hurt is going to hurt. It could even cripple you, but it's not as immediately deadly as an impact to your head would be. Those are just a few tips that can help keep us safe from these attacks that are increasing. You know, these attacks, you know, they go back to the early 70s. We first started seeing a lot of them by terrorists. And many experts today believe that this poor man's weapon of mass destruction will be used more and these attacks will continue to rise. I mean, you know, everybody's looking at gun control, gun control, but there is absolutely no control on vehicles, correct? I mean, yeah, you're supposed to have a driver's license, but many people drive without driver's license. Vehicles are readily accessible, easily stolen. So this is just something that we have to look at and be prepared for. So I hope these tips will help keep you safe. Again, I don't want you paranoid and afraid of cars, but I do want you aware that they are being used to hurt and kill people. And with that knowledge, Keep yourself safe. This is Alan Burris. Be sure to visit Survive a Shooting and Survive and Defend for information to keep you safe and help you enjoy life safely.